Hi, everyone. Thank you once again for joining the Dan Roman podcast. I am your money and financial coach, Dan Roman, and I greatly appreciate your time, your attention. I want to thank you so much for sending in comments, for rating, for subscribing to this podcast. And if you haven't done so yet, please do so. The more people that know about this podcast, the better. This way we can connect to more people. We can make this thing called personal finances go viral and we can really affect some change in our personal lives and also in the people that we know and love. couple questions for you as we start today's episode and going forward. First one, what are your biggest money challenges? The second one, what are you hoping to learn about your money? There is no way that we can build a community without all of us connecting with one another in every way possible, through social, through email, and even through this podcast. Today is September the 27th, and before we get started with today's NFL games and maybe playing some field football with some friends, let's cover... What I would say in part five of this mini series, the last two things that I would strongly consider on if you need to restart your budget or if you need to give it a refresh. The first one is if you've hit some sort of a financial milestone. So, for example, when I'm teaching my coaching clients, the program that I've studied and that I'm a part of, we work with the baby steps. And there's seven baby steps that we work through because we need to crawl before we walk and walk before we run and run before we can actually sprint. And the purpose of the baby steps is to gain momentum, gain solid footing and foundation, and progressively move through each baby step so that you can become financially successful, independent, build wealth, whatever your financial goals are, these steps will help you. So the first thing that you need to consider is if you're transitioning through your financial goals or through the baby steps, then you need to restart and refresh your budget to reflect where you are now. And then when you hit your next financial milestone, where you are then, so on and so forth. So let's say you pay off debt, no matter how big or how small, then it's time to celebrate, right? Pop, you know, pop some champagne, go out to dinner, uh, do something fun with family, friends. If it's you and you and your spouse, I mean, you did something that most people don't do. You have done something that most people decide not to do. Get out of debt, right? Pay everything off. Pay off your student loans, your credit card, everything, right? You have done something that most people feel they are going to die with debt and you have proven them wrong. So once you celebrate and once you finally realize that you're out of debt, then that means you go on to the next phase of your financial goals. So if we're talking about... 
let me just bring this back to the baby step. So baby step one of the program is you secure and save a thousand dollars starter emergency fund in cash, in a bank account, in a shoebox, whatever, something liquid so that you can get to it at any time of day in case of an emergency. The point of the thousand dollar emergency is so that you don't rely on credit cards to cover emergencies. And you need to have clear guidelines as to what an emergency is. And if you're married, you and your spouse need to have clear guidelines as to what an emergency is. Once you do that, baby step two is pay down all debt except your home if you have a home. If you don't have a home, pay off all of your debt. Baby step three, secure a three to six month emergency fund. And then there's baby step four, five, six, and seven. Now, as we transition from where we are now to baby step one, securing $1,000, baby step two, paying down all debt, then baby step three, once all of your debt is paid off, we secure a six-month emergency fund. At each baby step, each milestone, it's going to require a different budget. Why? Because when you're securing your first $1,000, you should be sacrificing just about everything to secure that $1,000. You should sell everything. You should... Go pick up extra jobs, pick up a side hustle to secure that thousand. Then when you're on baby step two, the same theory applies. How many jobs can you work? What can you cut out of your budget as far as expenses so that you can save more and apply all of that found new money to your debt? Baby step three, nothing changes, right? You're still finding ways to secure a three to six month emergency fund. The only difference is that you don't have to work as hard. Why? Because you don't have any debt. And when you don't have any debt, you instantly give yourself a raise. You instantly increase the amount of money in your pocket to address your next phase of your financial goals. But that's the point is, when you hit a new financial milestone, you need a new budget to reflect where you are. It's honestly that simple. If you are heavily in debt, you shouldn't be going out to dinner. You shouldn't be doing things that are fun because you got to clean up your mess. And I get so irritated by the idea that we're going to be with debt forever. So I'm just not going to address it. I'm going to kick the can down the road, but I'm going to go on this vacation. I'm going to go to dinner two or three times a night. I'm going to go meet my friends for drinks two two nights a week. Sure, one drink here and there, one meal here and there, will that hurt you? No. Would it harm you? No. But it's the it's it's the psychological it's it's just the behavior, it's the mental part of it where you're not doing what you need to be doing to clean up the mess that you're in. Breaking news, the government is not coming to save you. The boats are not coming to save you. No one is clearing your student loan debt. That is a way to buy votes. That is a way for you to vote for a particular person, for a particular party, so that they can wipe out your student loan debt. And then once they secure your vote, and once they get the job or are in that seat or are in that White House, you know what's going to happen? Nothing. They're not going to clear off student loan debt. You know why? Because they made that promise before and they lied. 
back in 2008 or 9, there was a promise where if you work for a nonprofit organization for 10 years or other type of organizations for minimally 10 years, the government will come in and clean off your debt. Less than 1% of people with student loan debt have gotten their student loans written off due to that program. Less than 1%. I'm sure the number's a lot more now, but the last time I checked, over 10,000 people have filed for student loan forgiveness and about 30 of them got it. The process is not that simple. We need to reframe our thinking. So as you reach different milestones financially, you need a new budget to reflect where you are and where you're going to be. Next, I want to talk about if your budget does not line up with your money goals, it's time to refresh it and restart it. We all have goals. Some of us have bigger goals. Some of us have smaller goals. Either way, goals are amazing because that means that we are aiming for something. We're shooting for something. We have something to work towards. But you can't get from where you are now to where you want to be if your spending habits don't line up with your goals. If you're still overspending, if you're still not finding ways to cut costs, if you're still finding way, if you're still not finding ways to save money, then what's the purpose? You should be scaling back some places. You should be dropping some expenses you don't really need. Look, to make dreams come true and goals a reality, you've got to dig in and do the hard work now. Stick with it because it's worth it. You're going to see the fruits of your labor. Have you ever seen someone that has been out of shape? Maybe it's you. Maybe it's someone you know, someone you love dearly, and they apply themselves they eat better, they start to get active, they go for walks, walks turn to a brisk walk, a brisk walk turns to a light jog, and then to a run, maybe they get a gym membership, maybe they figure out a way to get enough money to pay for a personal trainer. Day one is hard, week one is hard, month one is hard, but as this person progressively goes through the training, goes through the exercising, goes through the habits and the routines and the mental shift of changing everything in their lives to impact their health, how they feel about themselves, how they see themselves. A year from when they start, they are going to look in the mirror and say, yo, this shit was worth it. The soreness was worth it. Getting up at 4 a.m. to hit the to go to the personal trainer was worth it. Not eating pizza two or three nights a week, this shit was worth it. Right? It's big picture. If you stick with it, it'll work. All of you college graduates who thought you you would never make it out. What happens when you what happened when you applied yourself and you studied hard? And you went to saw see the tutor and you got help from the professor during office hours. You graduated, right? Your GPA went up. You got an A in the class cuz you applied yourself. What happens in those relationships that have trouble? And each person applies themselves to be committed to that relationship, to growing that relationship, to being more connected to the person they're with. They succeed. I know that's not always the case, but none of these cases are always the case. None of these cases are 100% of the time. But the point of the matter is, is if you, if your budget doesn't line up with your money goals, 
then two things need to happen. A, the budget needs to be restarted and refreshed. And B, you need to figure out what your money goals are and why. And the big underline here is why. Highlight it, circle it, underline it, put it in bold print. Anthony O'Neill, who um, is in the personal finance space and, and he's big on, on um, the millennials and, you know, going to college debt free. And he's, he's, he's part of the Ramsey Network as, as one of the personalities. He said recently, if you don't have a why that makes you cry, your why is not strong enough. Think about that. If your why you want to do something is not strong enough. I'm sorry, is is not strong enough if it does not make you cry. When I'm with clients, I hear, I want to get out of debt because it's stressful. I want to get out of debt because I'm tired. I want to get out of debt because I'm, we just want to live a better life. And those are all real. And I feel those. But then every once in a while, I hear, I want to get out of debt so that I can raise my daughter or my son in this particular way, in that particular way. I want to get out of debt because I want to be able to provide a home for my family. And then you start to see the tears roll out of their eyes and they get emotional. It's those whys that make you cry that will absolutely drive you to success. Well, guys, that is a wrap for today. Thank you once again for listening. Thank you once again for your time. If you found this podcast valuable, informational, resourceful in any way, please share this with someone that you personally know and are connected to so that they can gain something from this also. The way we build a community is for all of us to be connected, engaging with one another, sharing information, uplifting each other up. If at any point in time I have said anything, created anything, or shared something with you, in any way that you have found helpful, life-changing, or informational, please share this episode on all your social platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you name it. Text the link to a friend so that they can listen to this. Listen to this with a loved one at home so we can all make this thing called personal finances go viral so that we can gain control of our money so that we decide what happens when it happens and how it happens. Thank you all once again. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and comment on this podcast. See the show notes of this podcast if you want to reach out to us via social. Visit the website. Send us an email. If you want to be featured on the next podcast, there's a link there also for you to drop in a voice message. And if you want to book a consultation free of charge to discuss your financial position, you can book an appointment there. See appointment times that are available to you real time. We can also book an appointment for your coaching or counseling session as well. And as always, God bless. Peace.